also um, I made a like sex for seniors video. Really good watch if you really are like, man, how am I when I get old? How am I going to remain sexy? I wonder if uh, I wonder if Bedknobs and Broomsticks is where I got my passion for the occult because it's got like reanimated shit in it and mm-hmm. zombie and stuff. Beds. Yeah, witchcraft. Yep. Brooms. A cartoon Bed sequence. Ops. Cartoon sequence uh, oh, soccer hell yeah. game. Hell yeah. Football, as it were. My green screen sucks. It looks like we're live. Yeah, we are live. Hello, welcome to the Honest War Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. Uh, welcome to Bedknobs and Broomsticks uh, show, the, the podcast. new podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm ready. We're starting Act One, Scene One. Angela Lansbury <laughs> fan show. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Where uh, she wrote? Um, definitely underrated. Uh, she wrote. Murder, she wrote. Did you just ask if Angela Lansbury was in Murder, She Wrote? Yeah. Rob's clearly more of a Matlock guy. Uh, You know for a fact that... (laughs) 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 Fully. I think we just killed Pete. Pete died on that comment. Pete's gone. You know that I was never obviously Murder, She Wrote. I was this guy. Oh, just uh, just one more question. Columbo is the boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you got okay. to impersonate the glass eye, though. Yeah. My, my yeah, wife. There you go. My, my <laughs> wife. <laughs> I would like to see. Wow. If there is one, one person you might define as one of the kids listening to this or seeing this right now, they're upset. They're upset yep. and they're, they're mad about whatever nonsense these boomers are going on about. Yeah, <laughs> we the boomers in this situation. Big We're time. the boomers. We are referencing primetime '80s dramas right now. Yeah, okay. that's steep. All right. Yeah. I mean, I mean this is stuff old people watched when we were young people. Like, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> steep. It, it's it's old. It's stuff old people made us watch with them. Oh yeah. I purposefully watched Columbo. I was like, Columbo came <laughs> on the TV, and I was like, whoa, let's go. <laughs> this guy's amazing. Uh, hello, Harrylicious. Thank you for subscribing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show, Podcast Bros. Stay hydrated, you sexy bitches. Uh, and then uh, thank you uh, and hello to both Val and Pete for joining us uh, on this lovely Tuesday morning for them, mid-afternoon mm. here in the UK. Uh, mm. Pete, Pete, how you been? Are you okay? No, I'm, I'm awful, but, you know, making it through day by day. What's up, bud? Oh, nothing, man. Just how life always is for me. It's uh, I woke up at 4.30 to do a show and then was told, oh, in uh, the UK, it's not that time. Um, nope. So go back to bed. But that doesn't happen in my world. So here we go. I'm I got a weird sure... message. Of... Go on. Pete, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you up. I was just going to say, I'm pretty sure this is actually the Obama administration's fault. Because those goddamn Yankees tweaked their friggin' Dance savings Obama. time and moved it to the beginning of March. Canada was like, our children will freeze to death in the dark on the way to school. We can't do that. So we mm-hmm. wound up, they go in the beginning of March. Mm-hmm. We go in the middle of March. And apparently the UK goes at the end of March. Why don't we just all not do that? Let's mm-hmm. just stop doing this. This is going to be a whole thing. So like, I'm sure someone know. in the chat is going to go ballistic about daylight savings time. They should. Someone they always should. do. I someone know. always do. I didn't know that it happened or wasn't happening or whatever because I got a message off Canadian yesterday. He was like, aren't you live? And I was like, no. And he was like, well, you 30 minutes late. And I was like, oh my God, am I? And I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, clearly you're just mental. Shout out to real Mr. Winters. 
who's definitely not mental. Uh, but um, yeah, and then that explains the other couple of messages I got yesterday about why we were late. So now we mm. know. Now we when know. I um when I worked for Exxon Mobil, it even caused trouble. Um, I remember uh, distinctly my boss and I being on a conference call trying to fix an issue that was due to daylight savings time, and this guy arguing with us that we didn't know what time it was where we were. Um, adamantly that like that is not the problem and it was like no daylight savings time t time changed today it's now seven o'clock that's why this the system isn't working it doesn't understand that it's supposed to, that it's seven o'clock it's not six the guy was like nope it is six o'clock where you are i'm looking at it right now i was like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> was this again repeated uh last autumn when i refused to acknowledge what time we were actually supposed to be talking to each other because i could not understand how savings time worked in the fall. <laughs> I, yeah. remember, I remember. I remember you retired. You were like, no, this is wrong. <laughs> couldn't, gra couldn't grasp it. Um, also saw an interesting uh, YouTube video recently of someone proposing not just ending savings time, time zones. Get rid of them. Everyone on I think GMT. we should just. I think we should. Well, um, as someone that works in the airline industry, um, I always work in GMT when I'm at work. So, Is that true? See? Yeah, that's what Brit that's what Britain is good at doing. Loads of things. Number one, pushing our ideas around the world. Number two, being a central hub of fascism. That's what we're good for. And I'll talk no more about Britain today because I well, time and fascism. You nailed it. <laughs> I have no idea if it's true, but uh, Peter and I were both taught as children that um, uh, uh, time zones are a Canadian innovation. Is that true? I have no idea. It came from a propaganda minute that we used to watch, mm -hmm. be forced to watch, mm -hmm. called Canadian Heritage Minutes. They were uh, in which, in which Canadian history is fed to us. In, I guess, I guess, a uh, Canadian historical anecdote is only interesting for sixty seconds, if that, yep. um, and that, um, uh, not including the intro and the outro. You should look them up, Rob. They are fantastic, all okay. of them, every yeah. single one. I'm, I'm super excited. I Canadian Heritage Minutes. They're great. Um, Halifax Explosion, Big Deal, mm -hmm. Smell Burnt Toast. Beep, 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 that's that's kind of like the go-to. Um, I smell burnt toast. Yeah, uh, Irish Immigrants, nailed it. House Hippos, mm -hmm. good one. Uh, the Corporal Punishment one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It slams dramatically. It was it slams the thing dramatically on the table. It says, I can't remember where her line is. Do you remember the line? Something no, very dramatic. She's very this angry. This is not okay. Marshall Something McLuhan, like mm -hmm. medium is Me the message. Medium is the message. I don't know mm -hmm. if you knew that, Rob. Medium completely, is the message, Rob. Completely lost. You could have learned something from that guy. I'm going to. I'm going to. I thought I'd I learned believe everything it's the I concept. needed. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Rob. No, I keep go. talking over you. No, no, you go. It's your show. It's your no, show. I, you're the guests. They hear me enough. They're sick of me. Like, be well, honest. Marshall McLuhan's point, I do believe, is that the mode in which you receive a message in itself changes uh, the context and the meaning of what you are uh, trying to communicate. Hence, Even tone. the medium is the message. Mm. Even tone is an issue. Bam. Yeah. Bam. Like, like, do you want to come over to my house? And do you want Bam. to come over to my house? <laughs> Very different. Very Nailed different both of them. meanings. Both of them. Mm -hmm. Both of them meant <laughs> something to me. <laughs> Uh, Val, have you been well? 
Yeah, yeah, no, I'd say I'd be. I, I would, I would give myself an unqualified, doing just fine. Um, okay. Yeah, no, doing great. Uh, I had a really good burst of productivity uh, for about two weeks, which came to a crashing halt. I'd estimate last Wednesday, and uh, was dragging ass and feeling bummed out for a little while. But that's coming back. It's coming back. Sorry, bud. Well, it's, it's really nothing I could explain aside from, I have no idea. Is it because <laughs> some of your settlements on Total War got sieged or? Uh, I actually, ever since I took, literally, I, I took eight peaks, and I was like, oh, whew, and the fog lifted, and I'm over the problem now uh, for a little while. Nice. That's nice. Rob, Rob says he had a problem when it comes to Warhammer Total War, and I was always like, yeah, okay, Rob. And then one time I accidentally saw how many hours he has logged on Warhammer Total War. Uh, just the sequel, just number two. It's It's a lot. Mm. <laughs> a lot of time. It's basically all of the time I imagine Rob had outside of being on this show. Oh dear! Because uh, thankfully the the habit has been kicked. Although not excited about the release of the new one uh, because it looks like uh, the pro- the new one is problematically going to have Bellacore in plus the Bellacore model. Segway to forty k. Smashed it. Hey, uh, this guy did it. This guy did it. We tried real it. hard this time not to talk about it. Not to talk about this game. <laughs> Keep it as adjacent as possible. Angela Lansbury opener. We could just do. She's no pretty grim dark at this point. Is she? Uh, I would love an Angela Lansbury 40k TV series. Let's do it. <laughs> what would she be playing? She'd be um, like a, anything. An, she'd be like a, a tech tech priest or like a, oh I did you know, I do that heavily I augmented uh you know um, mostly machine uh, an astropath. The front of her is just a typewriter. She could be an astropath that solves solves mysteries. Mm-hmm. They well, don't even have does... to hide. Yeah, yeah. This I'm actually pretty sure Ravener to... is based on her. This brings yeah, me Ravener. up to. I... Oh god, I can talk. We can bring up a forty k subject, but that's still very adjacent. We can manage it in a very adjacent <laughs> way if you want. <laughs> the Astartes video has been taken yes. over by Games Workshop. Yeah. Uh-huh. But now, like, I don't we think she'd just... make a good space marine. TV shows mm. you want to see made by that department, I guess, is my question. Or any thoughts on the whole thing? Well, I would like to address the the um, the various salacious uh, uh, theories that you put forward uh, when when first discovering this, including um, that Games Workshop uh, may have uh, threatened them or threatened the creator with a lawsuit to force him into some sort of uh, contractual agreement with Games Workshop, uh, paid uh, minimum wage to forever produce animations for them. I mean, it was pretty twisted Dark Fantasy, I gotta say. It was some Kanye West shit. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes, it's, it's unheard of. My favorite thing is that I normally deal with corporations as people, and as we know, people are inherently good. So, of course, <laughs> in no way, extrapolating through that path of logic, there's no way a corporation will do anything so dark, ever. Which is nice. Big shout out to Nestle, <sighs> trying to make it so we can't drink water. Um, like loads of love. Yeah, Pete, you got any thoughts on uh, the the acquisition? I guess initially, and then where we might see it go in the future. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I was... it, and I was like, "That's cool." And then I heard your your take, and I was like, "That's not cool." I hope that's not cool. <laughs> And um, oh. <laughs> do you two just that. don't want to have this conversation because you don't want it to be true? <laughs> Is that what's going on? <laughs> so here, here are my here, first of all, I would believe that Games Workshop, yes, 
is probably uh, working with that person because they're cheaper than an actual studio. I assume, though, they're they're going to be compensated in some way because that person made a lot of money off of that. But anyway, we, who knows? We don't know what the deal's the, the deal of the deal is, and that's that's fine. Um, but I I do find it a little strange that that they're just that they're going out and and getting community members to to do this rather than you know licensing it out to I don't know uh, an, an actual full time company that would do this. Um, I, guess, I think they are. I don't think he's the only one, right? Like he's been added to their animation team. Um, I'd like to think, in my heart of hearts, that this is more of a you know, GW came to this guy and was like, we want you to work with us. And then he was like, this is my dream job. And that was it. So that's that's kind of where my brain initially went. He was making a crap ton of money. His Patreon was mega insane um, because people loved what he was doing. So I would hope that this wasn't um, um, also like IP protection at the same time. Um, no. But, you know, it is what it is. I think like Games Workshop has clearly gone away from the season to say shit. Like they used to sue everybody. Like this photo behind me. Like I mean that that could get you a cease and desist at, at one point in time. Like uh, they were they were nuts. Um. So yeah, They're I don't know. Metallica of toy companies. Yeah, big time. Another Metallica reference. Napster Great reference. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Whiskey in the Jar earlier while I was waiting for this. Still don't know the lyrics. I know that <laughs> yeah. it's an old Irish song, but the Metallica version, I think they changed it completely. No idea what they're saying. Um, uh, one thing, one hot take, though, Rob, which yeah. I do agree with a lot, is the concerning development that they might put, that they're going to put it all on their Warhammer app mm -hmm. uh, rather than use it as a sort of out there what means of gathering eyeballs and views and, and ima capturing imaginations to get into the hobby. Um, so which is, so for some which is, if you look at if you look at the top YouTube videos right now of that are Warhammer related, they are all animations and like story type things. And that's that's it. So go ahead. Sorry Rob. Well I was just gonna say for context for people who for some reason weren't aware, but I know we all are of uh, Astartes as a series of short animations done by an independent uh, developer. Um, they got, it, it exploded virally. You had people who do react videos for other stuff. You had guys do, like, guys who do react videos on hip-hop channels reviewing it. You had people who do graphics animation reviews doing it. So it became this kind of, like, viral. Because of the nature of how it worked, it went out to loads of different audiences because of that nature. Uh, even shout-out to my friend Logan, uh, Logan Summer, um, who was, said he's like, he just because people barely know he touches Warhammer, he had people who he never thought would ever message him, messaging him this video and being like, have you seen this? This is amazing. Um, so obviously, like a super good piece of like viral like video for our um, kind of thing. A couple of like points I want to touch on in some of your comments. Number one, uh, wouldn't hire professionals. Let's talk about that playtest team for a bit. Uh, number two, uh, like, because they love just involving the fans. They're like, hey, you guys. You guys just do it for us. This is great. Mm -hmm. Let's do that. Let's mm -hmm. not pay a company. Um, yeah. Number two, uh, like number one, I number one, I really hope just all the animators get paid and all creative people get paid what they deserve. As mm -hmm. everyone, a binman and everyone, of course. So I'm less interested in that. I am more interested in the development though because I do think it's going to go behind a paywall app. I think that's definitely going to be a thing. Uh, but I am excited about a bunch of animations for something that I love. So. 
Yeah. He cast a Sukasa in that situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't really. Uh, I don't, I don't really... know if that's the right quote to use, but. <laughs> Thank you. I... Correct. I uh... <laughs> I am super curious to see what what their plan model is. Maybe this is all just a head fake to get us to download the app more, or maybe they are gonna do like a. Like uh, maybe they saw that Tabletop Tactics has an app now, and they're like, "We gotta get an app." Yeah, yeah, that guy's handsome, and uh, he's got an app, so we should get an app. And so they're gonna put a bunch of video content on their own thing. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be curious also, to see. Also allows us to create some Games Workshop NFT as well. Mmm, NFT's big news right now. Lots yeah. of money in that. Lots of money. Lots of money. I don't know if anyone, as of yet, has bought the moment where the LVO moment where. He didn't allow him after the movement phase to carry like to do his deep strikes. No one's mm-hmm. bought that as a moment yet. Because that's a that's a it's a good piece on record. Also the meme of the guy boxing the guy out with the white scars. Also. <laughs> that's just a photo though. That's unfortunate. That's just a photo. Oh damn it. Okay, that doesn't work. Uh <laughs> anyway, yeah. So like if you guys got any you guys got any thoughts on what you would like to see come out of an animation studio? Obviously, Angela Lansbury docu series. Mm-hmm. We've already we've already been through that one. Yeah, we've been through that one. Any others? Twitch channel, honestly, so. anything. Like I mean, like the whole the whole, like look at what's behind me. It like, animate that. that. No, don't. I don't know what the hell that is. It's like a friggin' it's looks a nightmare. like there's two weird like mech people having sex behind your head. Um, there's a tech priest. Like, look, it's like some kind of weird situation over here. Um, I don't want that. Like, imagine GW don't do that. Blanchitsu style art, or what was mm-hmm. it, Robert Blanche? Robert Plant? I don't know that guy. Um, no Blanchitsu like stuff, please. Fully no. animated? That is just a that is that is like no. the the you guy already have who draws. Heavy metal. You don't need any more. That's the guy who draws for all the uh, Hunter S. Thompson books and movies. I don't know who that is, but it's a nightmare. Maybe it's Blanche. I want the guys that did Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> yeah, that would work. Because that, they they somehow grossed me out, but that was allowed on at 6pm in the day. Like, I, I didn't, I thought as a child, I was like, what is this? Because very, con- I, still to this day, I think I'm very confused by Ren and Stimpy. It's, it's it wild. It is a wild show. <laughs> uh, and you know what? And I immediately thought to myself, um, Ren and Stimpy Kind of reminds me a lot of SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants, and they are the same creator. And that makes a whole lot of sense. Vincent uh, Walter, an American writer, storyboard artist, animator, and technical director who's worked on several animated television shows and movies, the most notable ones being Ren and Stimpy and SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes so much sense now. Mm-hmm. He toned it back a, a, a smidge for the SpongeBob. <laughs> but it's still awesome. super strange. Like, I mean, Ren and Stimpy oh, yeah. is is nuts. It's like there's this thing that uh, happened in culture where um, everyone assumes that the past was more conservative than it is today. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is that like like TV got super conservative in the 90s when like all the fucking religious right people started writing American networks and telling them not to put stuff on. Before that, though, it was fully informed by drug culture and crazy people from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And, like, every comedy had swearing and boobs in it. Um, most action films had swearing and boobs in it. And then that all went away. And now all we have is gratuitous violence and, and misogyny. It's, it's, it's too bad. We lost the humor. You know, the fun kind of went away. 
I would like disagree Warhammer. significantly because of the Fast and Furious franchise, which is flawless start to finish. Now, that is a perfect That's example. That's... Imagine Fast and the Furious made with in nineteen eighty nine. With starring Angela Lansbury as the as the like babe who like drops the flag to make them go. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, John Cleese as Vin Diesel. Yes. <laughs> I'm into this. Oh, yeah. Paul Walker <laughs> is just a young Jeff Bridges. Yeah, I could I could do that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. I was thinking Kelsey Grammer, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He likes that. like heyday. That was he also his liked, heyday. The difference with, between, um, biggest difference between Kelsey Grammer and Paul Walker is that Kelsey Grammer uh, survived a terrible car accident. Mm. Oh. Drove off a cliff. Too soon. Too soon. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm happy for Kelsey Grammer. That's a significant difference between two people. Mm. I yes. Yes. Um right. I don't know where really to take the conversation, if I'm a hundred percent honest. I thought You can okay. segue this back. You can get it back. We were no, talking I about just, I thought you guys would be more I thought this this topic would be of more interest to both of you, but it seemed not to be. I was quite, I'm quite surprised. <laughs> um, I, I guess good... I don't know. I, 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 oh, here's actually here's something here's something okay. I think that's actually bigger news than the Astartes guy getting hired. The big and this is probably a guy who's definitely getting paid. Um, the dude who got hired from Hasbro slash uh, another yes. company mm-hmm. to work below the IP person. So I guess I guess below the lawyer who runs all their IP. So now they have an actual pro sort of at the top who will be out there selling this stuff to studios. I'm assuming they were doing a very bad job of this, and so they hired somebody. Do you disagree well, with that take? No. So, like, the, 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 the key bit that you need to key into is if we go back to the reveals six months ago, eight months ago, whenever it was, when we got Story Forge, they were like, Story mm-hmm. Forge, and then they were just like, and then they put it out, and it was, like, not received well. Let's just put it that way, I think, generally. No? Um, and then since then, we've heard not a peep. Not a peep from that entire department. Um, I'm pretty certain that the entire thing has imploded. Been pushed, okay. in, been pushed into... Um, uh, oh, God, what's that department? Not IP. Uh, the People that deal with like external developers, like they deal with the Total War guys. I can't remember what they're... Licensing. Licensing. Pushed into yeah. licensing. And then the guy who, run, who ran Hasbro TV, or whatever it was, has now been hired... So they have like a TV exec now inside that department. So you would assume that either going to use him to talk to outside TV development, like apparently Amazon are doing the Eisenhorn series, or that's the in-house team. I would say, yeah, it's, I think to me, like his literal job was like taking assets, like IP assets and shopping them to like, just like they do in video games, shopping them to studios to then develop and and make content from, which is the way to go, I think. Um, And I think the Eisenhorn stuff is just that the, they got the man in the high castle dudes. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't think they actually are being produced by Amazon, but the, the person who is developing the, I don't know, concept for it um, has links to Amazon. I don't think I've, I've seen that Amazon's actually doing anything with them. Oh, okay. Well, also, little Bonnie and Manchild, thanks for pointing out. So, yeah, StoryForge deleted their Twitter and their Instagram. So they're now defunct as, like, a, a brand, uh, which is, if only they did the same with the app. Uh, but one day, we can, we can desperately hope. 
uh, yeah. So, um, all right, fine. Then I won't talk about that. I'll move on to other news. How do you oh. think? I've got a question for you, Pete. This is up your street. Uh, this is oh. for Pete for ten. Uh, let's see. How do you Angela feel about the cons- inconsistency of data that's pushed out by Games Workshop on their digital and written platforms, which makes it difficult to write legal lists that you can take at nah, sometimes? I see where this is going. I yeah, thank you so is. much. How mm. do you feel? How do you feel about that? You don't have to reference the point because I don't really want to throw the guy under the bus. But I mean, why not? I mean, I don't think it's a bus throw. I don't think okay, it's a for bus it. throw. I think it's more of a bus throw to G- Games Workshop than anything else. Okay. Um, so this last weekend, there was a major in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever Texas. that is. Um, it did have some pretty big names attend. there, And in the end, there were a couple lists that ended up being uh, caught as illegal Um kind of deep into the fray, um, one of which being the uh, eventual winning list, um, uh, Sean Naden's Drew Kari and um, Eldari mixed army that was super cool, really well thought out, as always a Naden list is, does a lot of really good things, um, very quirky, a lot of people didn't quite understand its function, um, but in it he took... Um, three squads of a single Razorwing flock, which you used to be allowed to do in the old Ducari Codex. Um, but in the Munitorum Field Manual, the one that was released, whatever, I don't even know anymore, January, whatever, they changed it to three to nine. Um, they also changed it in the app to three to nine. However, they didn't change a few things. Um, the wording in the app still says you can take up to three, even though the data sheet says three to nine. Um, and then the... They also released a power level FAQ, which lets you take one to three Razor Room clocks in it as well. Um, so there's a lot of confusion. Battlescribe still lets you take just one if you want. So Sean took just three units of one. Um, and it didn't get caught until after the fact. There was a lot of back and forth as to what like is the legit unit size. Um, we've seen the same thing with racks because racks have a power level issue um, where I don't believe they have a power level for being taken but more than 10 um, in the power level fact, but you're allowed to take 20 of them now. Um, and, and, the the, power, and the reason the power level, because I saw someone ask this question yesterday, the reason the power level thing is important because you base how much CP you spend to put something reserve on the power level. In strategic unit. reserve. Yeah, yeah strategic it's the reserve. only thing that power level matters about. Um so there was a lot of like back and forth. Uh, it's very clear that like razor wing flocks are supposed to be three to nine, um, but there's enough of a gray area there where it is what it is. Um, so nothing against. I don't think I don't see this as a big thing against Sean um, per se or the TO because you can't see all everything in this list. And that list was something Sean's been running actually for weeks now. He's been in multiple events with it. Um, so it's also a thing where someone could have caught it well before and just didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just goes to show what kind of a bit of a shit show the scenario we, we have with like trying to figure out what's actually accurate in this game from time to time. Because we have a, a an app that they're slowly but surely fixing, but often is uh, was often incorrect and now what still has it? some bugs. Has anyone uh, looked at the official GW app? What does it say? It says three to nine in the okay. bar, but then if you read like how you can take them, it says you can take this unit in up to three. Whereas any other unit says you have to take like four. It'll say if you have to take four, it says four, and then you can take an additional amount for this. The, it, the app says, says 
you can take up to three for this many, and then if you want, you can take, you know, an additional three, and then you can take an additional three. Um, but the like data sheet bar with its stat line says three to nine, um, in the the number of models allowed. So awesome. All right, yeah, I can see how. Yeah, the so there's a lot of thing... confusion. I mean, even like Skari was very much like this. You can take less than three, and he's like the Drukari god, really, when it comes to competitive 40k. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was it's it's just it just goes to show like we have this huge connection to print media, and then the digital side can't keep up uh, apparently, and they and so we end up with multiple FAQs to multiple things, and they don't line up, and no one is. Um, it doesn't appear that anybody cares to fix the issues because they've been they've been around for a while. Like this isn't something that that's that happened last week, and we've only had a couple of days to figure it out, right? Like these 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 FAQs came out months ago. Yes, yes, it was a. I thought it was a fascinating conversation, at least, um, and is probably as been pointed out in the chat. What up to Can Hammer Darren, and also my OG Charlotte, if she's watching, who yesterday was half every animal in the world and half Nagash. Uh, which is perfect. That's exactly. That's the perfect centaur. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna move on. <laughs> the, um, uh, yeah, one of my. Go on. Can sorry, I? Uh, can I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to share a pretty interesting culture shift here, uh, which I think is maybe a positive. Which is uh, instead of Battle Scribe getting blamed, uh, the company's getting blamed. Which is great. Um, I think that's just a nice little thing. If this had happened, I don't know, a year ago, it would have been about how Battlescribe's stupid and inaccurate and no one should use Battlescribe. When uh, really, I think it's more to do with the fact that we just haven't been playing enough to find all these edge cases. And I think it's, in- it's interesting that he has been using this list recently and um, no one picked it up. It's also, by the way, I think something Pete has said to me very often about Mr. Naden is that he likes to play weird shit. I think somewhat on purpose and maybe sometimes when you're walking that high wire like that you can uh, fudge things up a little bit and that clearly happened here i think this feels like i feel i feel i feel like the conversation is a little bit more like this is naden's fault than and and, and, and i'm not saying that it's 100 percent somewhere else but i do feel like that someone at that competitive end a to at that competitive end Again, we're talking about, like, when you do talk about the Sean Nadens and also the TOs of the world, you're already in the 1% of all of the, of all of the people. And Easily. yeah, your, and your local game between your two local mates probably doesn't matter whether they make, they make that mistake or they don't make that mistake. But maybe there's some local little event that you go to and someone's like, like you've run the list or whatever, and then someone's like, by the way, this is wrong. And you're like, well, it says it on this place that it's right. Well, actually, there's an FAQ. It's like... Okay, I didn't know about the FAQ. Actually, well, this FAQ is contradicting the app, and actually, but there's an update uh, in this uh, new Battlezone book, and and you're like, just what are the rules? Yeah. A bit of uh, sunny, mm-hmm. <laughs> sunny Philadelphia. What are the rules? Uh, yeah. and I and, mean, it's a fair point, right? And I feel this is like super exasper- exasperated by um, like the release lag we've had, right? Most of the yeah. issues we're seeing between the strategic reserves and the data sheets and stuff is Drukari, um, like Rax, Razorwing Flocks. There's a few others in there. Um, and it seems to be just very clear. And we saw it with Reavers when their points were like 10 points, and everyone was like, What are you talking about? There's no way this is a 10 point model. Um, 
it's a lot. It's it just feels to me like it's we were supposed to already have this codex four months ago, and then this wouldn't be a problem. But we don't. So and nobody's gone back to to resolve it because they're like, oh, the codex will just be out tomorrow, and they just keep saying that until eventually it'll happen, right? Like it's yeah. it's been pushed off so many times. Like they release that fact, and they're like, oh, Drukari's out in like two weeks. Don't worry about it. And then a month later, they're like, it's still not out. Like, should we do something? Nah, it'll be out in two weeks. Yeah. And now they're like, okay, well, now it'll actually be two weeks, so it's a little too late for anybody to care. Um, but yeah, like that's it's a it's a really annoying situation, um, and I hate it. I hate it a lot because yeah. so do you stupid. think so? Like, so instead of like, so what? What do you think the like? Honestly, from both of you, what do you think the answer is? Like, what's the answer? Are they gonna have proper better... proofreader for the shit? And they like I think the biggest issue is that even though now there's an app, they don't have a like they don't have a fucking Google sheet of all of the rules. <laughs> you know, like clearly they have to build a database and organize the information properly. Um, but that that database is not the copy. The copy is whatever um, I'm, I'm I don't know how they do the document control, but clearly there isn't any. So I think what often would probably happen is the power level guys looking at one thing and the, the, the regular points guys looking at another thing. That's what it looks like. Or they're looking at uh, two different copies of the same thing. This is all just like pretty basic document control stuff. And mm-hmm. when you have an entire game running off of it, like you just stuff that you got to get straight. Like, uh, and I don't know. I, the thing is that's hopeful is that this isn't rocket science and there's like incredible basic technology that's existed since the 1980s that would allow you to manage this so um that's what we need know. angela lansbury at the computer <laughs> there fixing the whole thing so like oh that also, man that all sounds harsh but like they would save themselves so much bad pub so much whining from people like me um just by like instituting some cultural changes like Fuck! I have if if you gotta be book and paper, have a binder that you gotta sign out. You know, like I don't know, like just just make it so everyone's working off the same page. Because I think that's literally what's happening is that different copies are being used and things are being cut and pasted from different iterations of the same document, and that's how you get this. But especially that power level stuff. Like you tell me, like the the guy who was deciding unit sizes was like. One guy got to decide on power level, and one guy got to decide on points. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, that seems insane. So it does seem insane. Well, okay. So the answer obviously is like some more control, but I mean, the problem has been a problem for a while. Like, mm-hmm. and my point is, is like, with the exception of the kick up of the of the event over the weekend, I mean, they, I mean, the app has been a problem for a while. Like, it feels feels disingenuous to have a conversation about them doing something about improving things because they don't <laughs> like, like I, I listen i'm in the abusive relationship as well right we're all together <laughs> yeah like it's not the best but like uh i just I, who knows uh, like i i wonder more if like there's any support that could be given to battlescribe because as far as i understand it, it's really a battlescribe issue in that that's where it was wrong but there are some reference points where it was wrong as well right the power mm-hmm. level thing and also everything else. I just wonder if the community can get together, because I don't honestly think change will come from Games Workshop, and the community can get together and just do a better job of proofreading the Battlescribe stuff, so like, like you know, like there's just a team, this like is, a group of people. This is, how, 
this is how it gets proofread though is like um like especially on something as minor as what's the minimum unit size of a razor wing flock which in my recollection has not been popular since the first big fact of eighth edition when mm-hmm. when so like uh this is an incredibly like edge case thing that's just not going to come up very often and that's why it took an example of someone doing well with it for it to be noticed and it didn't even get noticed until after the tournament yeah so, like, and a lot of it comes down to like i don't even know if it's an error in battle scribe because there are conflicting reports so like a lot of this stuff sure. is proofread by the community right like you can go on up on battle scribe and be like you're wrong you can message them and they'll correct it if they can find no uh, no data that will say otherwise, right? So if you were like, hey, minimum razor wing flock size is three, and it goes up to nine because of this, if they go and they look at this power level fact and it says that you can take one, well, now they have, like, they don't have the corroborative information, so they, they'll be like, well, we still have to leave it at one, right? Because there's there's something that conflicts. Um, so I that's why I'm, that's why I'm not, I'm, opposed to blaming Battlescribe in this situation for this. Not that I should ever blame Battlescribe for like creating a legal list or not. That's not the point. But anyway, they do their best. Um, Imagine if Battlescribe didn't exist. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. My Super life hard. would be hell um, <laughs> when, in a COVID situation. If Battlescribe didn't exist, this game would be a lot less popular. Straight up. Straight up. So, like... Um, you know, and that's something I guess they're kind of coming around to. I think it's just stuff that we've said before is that they don't really value what what the game does for them and and how it how it actually adds value to what they do. And it seems to continuously be a bit of an annoyance and clearly is not funded properly or managed managed optimally. Like they do a lot of stuff right, guys. Like this is something else yeah. that I hate about I hate about this is that like I wind up whining about all kinds of stuff when at the end of the day, I'm waking up at fucking six o'clock in the morning to talk about it, right? So clearly they do a lot of stuff right, and it's just frustrating when they do stuff like this, which is very preventable and something like Rob pointed out has been happening for always, right? And it's just it's just like adopting a new process, which would also make them more efficient and allow them to do more. You know, like there's all these things that like they're just little tweaks that they could do, and I think we get upset about it because it's just. <laughs> It just seems really basic to anyone who, you know, has encountered this, who had to manage a database or, or you know, have document control. See, what's really funny is, is like, I'm not the person to criticize. This is where it's hilarious. Like, I'm very disorganized as a human being. Like, someone, like <laughs> yes. someone says to me, like, Rob, you're disorganized. I'm like, hell yeah. I'm, I've never promised to be organized. Like, nor you pay me for my organization skills. <laughs> like, right. we don't have that relationship. Like, you know what you're getting. Yeah. Like, and that's okay. Like, whereas this, in this situation, like, you make a game, your game should, uh, whatever. Let's move on to positive news. Like, I think, Bellacourt. What do you guys think of the new Bellacourt model oh and God. or rules that we've seen? Oh, my God. Big I mean, fan? points points always matter. But I'm a huge fan of everything so far. Everything. I'm even a huge fan of the Chaos players that are mad that he's not AP5 anymore, despite all the extra rules he now has. <laughs> he's not AP5. He's busted. He's the worst. You can't kill a guy with a one-up armor save any longer. Did Bellicor see a lot of play before? Never. No. Well, I shouldn't say never. Um, there were a couple of lists that ran him and did okay um, because he was like the only essentially unaligned uh, caster. So if you were trying to do summoning shenanigans, he let you summon anything. So you would sometimes see him get dumped in a list just for summoning when summoning 
worked br- very briefly in eighth, but other than that, he was popular in seventh. Yeah, seventh he was huge because yeah. of Screamer Star. Okay. Yeah. All right. He he probably I don't know I'll have to see him. Like how? Like I just wonder like on the Magnus and Morty scale. I mean, he's the size of a small chicken. <laughs> it's Costco chicken. Is he a Costco, Costco chicken? chicken? Well, that's he, the thing. Uh, they don't really is say. Is he a deli chicken? What are we looking at here? You know? Yeah. Um, he's a bit. He's beefy. He's very beefy. One hell of a base. Loving the development of their scenic bases on this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's not just leaping off of a piece of uh, of detrius. He's actually got some stuff going on, much like a a, uh, uh, Rabute Gilliman, uh, has some yep. cool stuff going on there. Um, oh, no, he's a gorgeous one. centerpiece model and his mm-hmm. rules that they've leaked look absolutely incredible. Like he, it's really going to depend on points. They can make him 600 points and unplayable. Um, but he just looks super badass. And those rules, at least on paper are pretty fantastic across the board. So yeah. and we haven't even seen all of the rules, right? Yeah. No, we like, haven't. We don't know what his, um, because he's supposed to have his own psychic tree, like his own yep. special psychic tree. That'll be cool to see what that's like. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like ignoring invulnerable saves, um, three plus D three damage with that weapon that he's got, like that's that alone um, is a big counter to a ton of the stuff in the current meta. Um, yeah, he's baller. How, baller how are we guy. feeling? How are we feeling about the rise of ignore invulnerable saves? Well, there's not a lot of it. I like uh, it yet. You know, like yeah, this... I guess yeah. I mean, what? There's the Xenophase Blade for Death Watch, which can at best be damage two, mm-hmm. and you get like four attacks out of it, five maybe. Is um, the Necron guy? The Necron guy. I and now this. I, I, I'm super. I'm super. Proud oh, and I guess like the Calidus Assassin. I, I think it's super good. Like, 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 because the Invun saves are, like, in my opinion, like, like a. There's a lot of AP in 40k. Like, there's a lot of AP. Mm-hmm. So armor saves are kind of neither here nor there in a lot of situations. Like, so I feel like the the invun saves really is where you're like paying for the elite like defensiveness, and then mm-hmm. ignoring the invuns I think is great. I think it's a Good nice morning. little like uh, counterplay. From from a game design perspective, um, wouldn't uh, an ignore hello? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't an ignore um, invuns? Just be why they invented mortal wounds. Yes. Yeah, to a degree, um, but some armies don't have great access to that. Um, and I guess I mean chaos is probably the, the example that where they do. Um, but I just like it. I like it because invulnerable saves have kind of become the norm now. Um, a yep. lot of the best armies, if you look at Dark Angels, it's like balls deep on like zero plus armor saves and four plus invulns. Mm-hmm. Custodies, the the lists that are working tend to be three plus invulns because they're like the only people that can get it any longer. Mm-hmm. Um, the current knight lists that are starting to function, the Megara lists, it's it's based on a four plus invuln on that Megara in close combat and and uh, shooting. Like there's a lot of uh, invuln saves out there now, along with really really tight armor saves so any way you can kind of beat that particularly having played um, a lot of dark angels in the last couple of weeks <laughs> and being very frustrated with it i'm mm-hmm. super into to having any more options <laughs> like, yeah i think that's so. one of the i think that's one of the oh hello let's get our, can we get our visitor on oh this is cadence she just hi, woke cadence. up hi cadence you say hi morning hi. cadence she can't hear you guys, but she's super happy to see anybody on a screen. So, <laughs> lovely. 
Uh, yeah, like you were saying, Terminators are uh, like everywhere now. Terminators, Terminators, mm-hmm. Terminators, Terminators. There's the Invon saves. And then uh, Ravenwing get the Jink uh, t- uh, Invon save, which is also annoying as I'll get out. Um, like there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Daddy. And so I think having something that. Mm-hmm. What's up, Val? Daddy, what does balls deep mean? Says Dave <laughs> Frazier in the chat. <laughs> hey, Cadence. Uh, should we should we leave, should we should we end today so Pete can go and hang out with Cadence? We should totally. Uh, I think yeah. probably. I think probably. Thank Cadence you very much for both being on the show. Very awake. Uh, well, uh, this was our penultimate show. Our mm-hmm. penultimate, yeah. Penultimate. Pen and Teller ultimate. Mm-hmm. The uh, Angela Lansbury of shows, as it were. That's right. That's right. And and next week is the uh, ultimate uh, one year of mm-hmm. of forty k mm-hmm. of of adjacency. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. What are we going to do? Me on this journey. I I'm going to book a hotel room. We need to Maybe plan book a hotel room. We, we dressed. I dressed up for some. I wore a shirt. I wore a button-up shirt once. I can't remember what it was for. Maybe I'll our, wear my Merlock onesie. Perfect. Merlock onesie. That feels that feels adjacent enough. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we'll do it up. Uh, yeah, oh. I'll wear my dungarees. Perfect. All right, let's do it. Uh, you guys have been amazing for a whole year, and you've been amazing today. Thank you very much. Twitch out. Loads of love. Join me again tomorrow. Uh, Take yeah. care of yourselves. Bye. Thank you.